97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. The 80s, the decadent decade, a time when having enough of anything just wasn't enough, when having an excess of everything was the true signal of success. More money, more drugs, more drinks, more fun. From Wall Street brokers to rock and rollers, the 80s and the high life went hand in glove. And who better to write a song about the pitfalls of this era than the person who seemed to see it coming, and who had both enjoyed and railed against the spoils of fame and money for close to 20 years by the time the decadent decade rolled around? Pete Townsend's Eminence Front not only cautions against the emptiness of greed and materialism, It also manages to sound like the exhausted tension of a party that seemed to never end, no matter how badly you wanted it to. And by the time The Who released the song on their 10th studio album, It's Hard, in 1982, there was audible evidence that this was a band that had come to the end in so many ways. It was the last to feature bassist John Entwistle, nicknamed The Ox, because of his ability to seemingly outdrink, outparty, and outdo everyone. And it was the second album after the accidental overdose that caused the death in 1978 of legendary drummer Keith Moon. Moon had been replaced by drummer Kenny Jones of The Faces, who was often the subject of criticism of his playing style by Who frontman Roger Daltrey, and this was to be his last album with The Who as well. Both It's Hard and the previous album, 1981's Face Dances, sound like a band that has lost their direction. And Daltrey has even said that It's Hard was an album that shouldn't have been released, finding only Eminence Front worthy as the sole standout from this collection of songs. And there's no question that this album does represent an ending of The Who as they had been previously. One of the titans of rock and roll, the classic lineup was a four-piece powerhouse band with one of rock's greatest songwriters on guitar, windmilling his way across stages since they first broke out in the 60s. The Who were one of the bands that had changed the shape of rock and roll. Through their songs and concept albums, They created a musical space for lashing out against a certain kind of psychic pain. A space that the band's fans wholeheartedly recognized and occupied, and still do to this day. But after the death of Keith Moon, there was a sort of midlife crisis that fractured the Who. And that fracture was evident in the personal life of Pete Townsend. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Townsend was something of an anomaly in the rock world in that he had been happily married to his wife, Karen, since the late 60s. The two met while studying design at Ealing Art School before Townsend even formed The Who and had been together ever since. By the time the 80s rolled around, the couple had been together through the inception and worldwide success of the band and were busy raising two daughters, 
Emma, born in 1969, and Aminta, born in 1971. By all accounts, the Townsends were devoted to one another and to their family. But shortly after the Face Dance's album was released, Townsend moved out on his family and threw himself into the nightlife in London, New York, and to a lesser degree, Los Angeles. The days and nights blurred into one another, fueled by booze, cocaine, and pills, a binge that seemed to never end. The son of an alcoholic musician mother, Townsend was following closely in her footsteps. He became so dependent on alcohol that he almost died and started taking a drug called Ativan to help fight his alcohol cravings. And he then became addicted to that. He sought the help of Meg Patterson, the doctor who helped Eric Clapton overcome his heroin addiction. And with her assistance, Townsend finally got clean. He reunited with Karen and their family, living a newly sober life. And shortly thereafter, The Who recorded the songs for It's Hard with producer Glenn Johns at John's studio in Surrey, England. Johns is the same producer who worked with the band on epic albums like 1971's Who's Next, Quadrophenia, and more. And indeed, he is the man behind so many of rock's great albums by bands ranging from the Rolling Stones to The Clash that it's really about where The Who were as a unit that accounts for the sound of It's Hard as a whole. By the time you get to track six, the last song on side one of the album. The intro of the song goes on for just shy of two minutes, an intro created by Townsend on a Lowry organ with the arpeggio setting turned on, a loop that continues and morphs throughout the song in a way that seems to express a sort of peculiar mental fry. The sound of a thought on repeat, or a night that just won't end. And at about two minutes in, Pete Townsend takes the lead vocal and sings the lyrics to Eminence Front, a song that foretells the empty greed of the decade to come and mirrors the emptiness of his own lost time while struggling through his long and very recent and harrowing ordeal. The lyrics go like this. The sun shines and people forget. The spray flies as the speedboat glides and people forget. Forget their hiding. The girls smile and people forget. The snow packs as the skier tracks and people forget. They're hiding behind an eminence front. It's a put on. The illusion or facade of being in power. When in reality, one is just hiding from real life and the things that really matter. That's an eminence front. Just a show put on to maintain status or fame. It's these kinds of hard truths that Townsend had been working on since his days in the late 60s with his spiritual guru, the Meher Baba, who taught that each soul is actually God working on realizing its own divinity. Now nearing 40, and on the other side of a crisis, Townsend was writing about the shallowness he himself had indulged in so recently. And the song goes on. Come and join the party dressed to kill. The drinks flow, people forget. That big wheel spins, the hair thins, and people forget. Forget they're hiding. The news slows, and people forget. The shares crash, hopes are dashed. People forget they're hiding. Behind an eminence front, it's a put on. And the song ends with the lyrics, Come and join the party, dressed to kill. 
repeating, until it abruptly ends, five minutes and 35 seconds after it began. Eminence Front went to number 68 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart before it sputtered out. But the It's Hard album went to number 8 on the Billboard Pop chart in the U.S. and number 11 in the U.K. It was released to coincide with the band's farewell tour of America. And it was their final album until Endless Wire was released in 2006, four years after the death of bassist John Entwistle in 2002. During the Who's hiatus, Townsend stayed busy with solo albums and tours and his own book publishing company, among other pursuits. A son, Joseph, was born in 1989, but he and Karen eventually split in 1994 and were finally divorced years after that in 2009. The Who were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1990, and in 2008, Townsend and Daltrey received Kennedy Center honors as members of The Who. In 2014, The Who celebrated their 50th anniversary with a world tour and released their 12th studio album, simply titled Who, in 2019. One of the most influential bands of all time, The Who have weathered the decades admirably. From My Generation to Townsend's Marshall Amp stacks to that famous windmill attack on his guitar, Pete Townsend and his incredible songwriting has given diehard fans good reason to argue that The Who are the best rock band of all time. And even on the album that critics panned most broadly, the song Eminence Front stands out. A tale of a man reaching the middle of his life and, to borrow a lyric from an earlier Who song, finds to his relief that he can still see for miles and miles. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for the music you hear on this podcast. Subscribe on YouTube and watch the video episodes, and you can follow Behind the Song podcast on TikTok. On the way, more episodes about the lyrics from songs by Led Zeppelin and more classic rock and roll.